Hi, my name's Joe Houghton, and this is the Plus One Podcast. Today, I've got Cloda Fleming, who is leading an absolutely inspirational, but quite a young organization called Ohana Zero Suicide, which is, I think, an Irish-based organization. Cloda can, can fill us in on that in a little while. But in a relatively few months, um, I think it was kind of December last year from, from Doreen Cloda before, uh, seems to have had a huge effect in Ireland on this online training space around raising awareness of suicide prevention. Um, I'm looking at their website today um, and we are, what, the 26th of April. Um, 2021, we're recording this, um, this episode. Um, 257,000 people have taken this training, which to me is absolutely incredible. Um, I've been involved in suicide prevention for all of my adult life. I was a Samaritan and Samaritan trainer in the UK before I moved to Ireland. And then I was involved in helping set up Pieta House and I was chair of their board for three years. So this is a subject that's kind of very close to my heart. And I think one of my students took the um, the Ohana Zero Suicide training uh, and popped it up on, on LinkedIn. And I spotted that and went and did the training myself. And Cloda commented on a, a LinkedIn post I shared. Um, so I, I got in touch with her and, and said, could, could we have a chat? Um, could, you know, and could she come on the podcast? So because it's, it's a really innovative and inspirational educational approach. So it fits in beautifully with the, the whole plus one, um, idea for the podcast. So, so welcome, Cloda, and thanks for taking the time to talk today. Thank you so much, Joe. And I have to say, after seeing um, or listening to Dr. Jacob um, Eisenberg and Jen Lynch, I think I'm in pretty incredible company and I hope I, I can keep, keep the standards up. Absolutely. Um, oh, no, I mean, uh, you. I, I think what you're bringing to this podcast is is something that, that, that we should all hear because it's so important. But the way you're doing it, is is also absolutely innovative and and is obviously having a really really you know profound effect in terms of certainly the number of people that it's reaching um but you i mean looking at your linkedin profile Claudia, your your background is corporate hospitality it's not <laughs> not mental health or suicide yep. or, okay. so so where where how did you make a jump from kind of corporate hospitality into suicide prevention and yeah. uh, and why ohana what what's what's the story there well, I suppose it's very much circumstantial and it's been quite an incredible journey um, that I suppose if we want to give credit to COVID-19 for something, um, it, I certainly would give it that credit because, you know, back, um, you know, March of last year, obviously the hospitality event industry collapsed. Um, so I found myself with a lot of free time for probably the first time ever in my professional life. Um, and the opportunity arose where um, one of my fellow directors, Sue Carthy, approached me to see would I be interested in joining a voluntary team to see if we could make some sort of difference in the kind of mental health and suicide awareness space. Um, and yeah, being perfectly honest, it's not an area I had given a huge amount of thought to prior to this. And, mm -hmm. you know, in some ways I feel a little bit guilty about that. I'm also probably a little bit lucky in that it's not, I haven't yes. had to think about it too much. Um, so when the opportunity arose, I, I took, I grabbed it with both hands and it's, yeah, I, like you've touched on a few points there just in your intro and it's just really 
blown me away personally and I've been the most rewarding experience um so far yeah yeah so so you say you're fortunate because you've not been perhaps directly touched by suicide mm -hmm. that's pretty uncommon these yeah days, isn't it yeah it certainly is. It is. And I, I think I'm probably, in, well, not probably, I'm definitely in the minority. Um, and it's, it's one of the points in our training. It's over 20 people are, you know, impacted by just one suicide. Um, and to be fair, I, I would nearly think it, that's probably, it ripples a lot further. Oh, yeah. Um, so it does, but yeah, it's kind of, what I suppose was apparent we, when we came together was just kind of towards the end of the first lockdown, um, which seems like a lifetime ago now. But, um, you know, a lot uh, there's uh, some amazing courses out there available, but they're all predominantly face to face. Um, and we just saw this gap and need, um, you know, and I, I think it's it's kind of obviously suicide and mental health is something that's, you know, been around a lot longer than COVID-19. Mm. Um, you know, I, I know there's some studies recently saying that the suicide rates haven't been impacted by COVID-19. And look, I'm, I'm not an expert, but I find that quite hard to believe. And it may be a case that we'll see the impact more, you know, in, in time as opposed to immediately. Um, but I'll, I'll leave that to the experts to kind of figure out that the kind of statistics on it. Um, but for us, we just felt there was a need to make something available online. Um, and the other part that kind of appealed to us was to try and find something that was short, direct and concise because life is busy and, you know, no different to myself that, you know, mental health awareness and suicide awareness, although I, I was, I, it was something I'm familiar with and conscious of, it wasn't a priority for me <laughs> in my busy life with three young children. I have lots of other things that would have come first. So we felt this, our training takes between 20 and 40 minutes to complete. So we just felt it, that it would, it would work. It was something that people could slot in to a lunch break or sitting having a cup of tea in the evening. And it wasn't a case that they had to dedicate a half day, two and a half hours, whatever, to, to it. Um, but yet the message is simple. It's direct. And I think what they get out of our short training, if anything, it, it kind of creates an appetite to learn more. Um, while also giving the confidence, um, for them with the skills they learn from it. Yeah. Um, and I mean, having, having been through that training myself, um, it was very, very impactful. It's, it's very easy to take in. It's, it's most of it's video based. It's very interactive. Um, you can do it on a computer or a tablet or a phone. Um, and it's, but it's powerful storytelling. Um, the, the, the doctor who, who yeah. was on it. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it is. And to be fair, like it, it was originally developed by um, the Zero Suicide Alliance in the UK um, with uh, as well as the NHS Merseyside um, by experts. And, you know, when we identified this particular training and approached them, um, like they were incredible, I have to say, from start the start. And they still are um, that for them, all they wanted was to further the reach and when we said that we want to do you know to make it available across Ireland um they jumped at the chance to help us and you know at bar the the slight changes we made with their help was just to change um Irish statistics to global facts yes. um but otherwise it's their original training and as you touched on it's like the with this there's 
there's three individuals telling their own story. You've your do- the doctor who lost her son through suicide, and you know, as she pointed out, she she's a medical professional and she missed the signs, and she felt she wished she, there was a training such as this one that she had done in advance of this that she felt she could possibly have made a difference. Um, you know, it's I suppose it's also important to say that you know like yes there are quite often signs and you can identify when somebody is struggling but not in every case and you know we wouldn't like anybody to you know have added guilt thinking that if they'd done our training they could have you know made a difference it's a it's very much a possibility but there are always the exceptions to this that they hide it extremely well and unfortunately um you know there there wasn't the opportunity to help them um but yeah the, so the, the doctor's story we also have um angela samata who actually was our first conversation with her was with her herself and um, she was involved in the, the starting of this training and she lost her husband through suicide and again she there was no obvious signs she'd literally come off the phone from him um heading home told him to put the kettle on and when she arrived home she found him um so like heartbreaking stories and then the third one was a, a guy who you know had contemplated uh, suicide himself um so they're really really powerful stories and the fact that they're real life people and the emotion attached to it i think it just really resonates with people um but apart aside from those three stories there's there's three kind of steps as such to our training um the c say and signpost so i suppose the first with the c is you know kind of showing you how, how to kind of recognize possible signs and so it's something else that we're, we want to hone in on as well with this training is although it's called a suicide awareness training, it's very much works with people that are just struggling mentally, you know, that are a little bit depressed, are yeah. quite quite depressed. You know, it's all levels. Um, it, it doesn't have to be, you know, somebody that is literally at the rock bottom and, you know, contemplating taking their own life. Um so, you know, it's to recognize that and especially now with our virtual world that we're living in and a lot of people working from home, it's, you know, you're not going to be interacting with people to the same level. And it's trying to see, you know, is there a change in a person that just is making, it's making you suspicious that there could be something, something just not right, um, something that they could be struggling with. And then it's, you know, actually asking the question. Um, and something that I know I'm totally guilty of and whether it's an Irish or human thing, I'm not sure, but it's, you know, the greeting of hi, how are you? You know, how often do we actually mean it? And, you know, sir, I think it's kind of, there's a, just a natural re- knee-jerk reaction of, yeah, great. Thanks. And do, but we're actually, we're not asking the question and it's about really asking that question. Um, and, you know, repeating it. And, you know, as I've touched on before, it's, uh, you know, turning into a bit of a Mrs. Doyle and kind of, you know, keep at it until you feel you're getting the, the real answer. Um, and I think it's that repetition also makes people realize that you do mean the question and you want to hear their answer mm. and not a flippant grand thanks. Um, and then finally, uh, you know, depending on the level of urgency um, that you feel is there, it's the signpost. It's bringing that person to the professional help they need, whether that's a counselling service, A&E, um, a GP, um, or whatever else. There's so many amazing services out there. Um, and it's a matter of familiarising ourselves with them so that we can then guide this person that's at rock bottom and 
you know, I suppose that's the difference with our training to a lot of campaigns that are out there. And don't get me wrong, there's phenomenal campaigns with, you know, it's okay to not be okay and the likes, and it's they are correct, hundred um, percent. But our training, the difference is it puts the onus on the person with the mental strength to do the reaching out and not leaving the, putting the onus on the on the person that already feels like a burden um, to you know come to you who he's he or she feels he's already you know a, a hassle to um, mm-hmm. and you know so it's kind of by us starting the conversation it kind of can take that weight and make realize that it's paid on because we've instigated it as opposed to waiting for them to do that yeah I think one of the things that I picked up when I started to get involved with suicide prevention was this question that a lot of people feel very challenged by of, you know, if if I go near the question of, are you feeling suicidal? It it could push them into it. It could make things worse, but that's not actually the case. No. And that's to me, it was a massive learning for me because in in my ignorance, I suppose (laughs) of it all, um, you know, there's, there's, the, the language, the more direct the language is, the better. You know, yeah. you know, the, it tells you in the training. You ask the person, "Are you contemplating suicide? Are you thinking yeah. of killing yourself?" And it's using that direct language that it, it's removing the stigma, and yeah. that in itself helps the person. And it's it's proven that using this language does not put the idea in their head. You are not going to be the reason that they suddenly have this brainwave um, to, to try and take their life. You know, it, you using that direct language actually gives it, it, it again, it, it relieves them yes. um, of the strain and makes them feel that, okay, that, you know, the stigma is not there between us in this conversation. I can now open up um, about these feelings. Yeah. 250, more than a quarter of a million people have taken this training since you rolled it out. When, when, when did you first release this in Ireland? I mean, have you been going a while? Um, yeah, so we released it in mid-December. Mid-December um, 2020? In 2020, yeah. In, so at least so six months, months ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and to be fair, at the time, we were actually kind of setting targets for ourselves and we decided to be quite ambitious and we said that we would try before the 1st of January to reach 5,000 people and in the first quarter, 30,000. And at the time we thought we were, you know, okay, let's, let's really push ourselves. But I suppose deep down, we thought we were being a little bit unrealistic. Um, And what kind of, happened and I, I suppose that's if you believe in kind of signs and the likes there are so many things just aligned for us and one of the big ones was in January we were approached by a rugby club um, that felt because training wasn't happening and the kind of the part a sports club plays in the community um, that they felt there was an opportunity for them to you know use our training across their senior mem- team members and coaches and wider community club community so we worked with them on launching a kind of club campaign and um it i suppose i'm not sure what what uh what kind of um what's the word uh what looks at, at something as being um going viral <laughs> i don't know how you equate that but um it, mark i think it did <laughs> yeah. basically um it 
it just like the social media campaign it was kind of clubs were nominating other clubs be that rival or neighboring clubs um then they were using WhatsApp as a kind of a communication tool, encouraging their, their members and the likes to do the training. And it just took off. It, it just, it was phenomenal. Like even, I guess, Instagram alone, we were gaining a thousand followers a day um, for kind of over the space of kind of a week there at one point. And it just, it, I suppose what it showed is the, the need and the appetite for such a training um and we we always believed in it but i suppose when you're so kind of dedicated to something and have put so many hours of work into it uh, you know you can be a little bit rose tinted with your glasses but i think see this campaign roll out it, it just uh, kind of reinforced that and I, then i suppose as a knock-on from that um we started a corporate rewards initiative um and that's where we uh you know, encouraged companies, large or small, whether you had two staff or thousand, um, we encouraged you to roll out our training um, and, you know, give give time to your employees to do it and um, start conversations internally. Um, and that too just took off. Um, we've, I suppose, a lot of organizations still in the process of using it, but we've already, I think about nine organizations have been awarded a platinum award, which means over 75% of their employees have completed our training. Um, we've had some uh, global um, and uh, organizations have now yeah, are working with us to try and roll it out, um, starting with Ireland and with the view to going further um, with it too. So um, I think between all these things, as well as, you know, just the natural kind of um, growth of it to we've we have had over two and a half or 250,000 visits to our website. And um, it's yeah, it's it's kind of makes us a bit speechless. You can see I'm kind of fumbling on my words because of it. <laughs> but it, I mean, it's, it's, we're just blown away. We really are. It's, it's humbling. Yeah. And I suppose what came as well, just there about two weeks ago, I received a message from one of the organ a guy from one of the organizations that had used our training. And I suppose to go back, one of the things I said when I came on board with this, and you know, to be fair, I've worked very hard on it and put a lot of hours into it. Um and one of the things I said is if it saves one life, then my work is done. Then every bit of time I've put into this has been worthwhile. And um this message I received there about two weeks ago, um, this um individual told me that on the back doing or sharing our training across their organization one employee um approached their boss and admitted to have have, have had it suicidal thoughts and the boss who had also done the training actually felt more comfortable in having this conversation with him and directed him to the appropriate help and um, that this guy is now getting so it was i'm getting goosebumps even telling you this it was just yeah. um such a special message to receive um to know that there you go we've we've saved one life and now i'm greedy and i want to save a lot more um so hopefully we do but i mean this is what education is about isn't it education is about making a difference is about, and i mean what bigger difference can you make than, than to help somebody yeah, yeah. absolutely life. i mean 
Yeah, and certainly, I suppose at your at your level, when it comes to education, there's I think there's that extra hunger, um, and you know, kind of desire to learn um, in university level. And we've actually worked with a number of student unions as well um, that have that was my reached next out question. to us. Are you, are you, are you Sorry, I'm skipping ahead on you. <laughs> definitely, yeah, no, great. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it, it was actually fabulous. So it was initially uh, University College of Cork. Um, one a student union union president came to me looking to use our training as well and what was beautiful is that they wanted to take ownership and create their own campaign and we worked with them on that and they kept communicating with me throughout let you know give, giving me updates on the success of it um and it, it's kind of again a ripple effect because they were publicizing it across social media and we had uptake from i think lit and the royal college of surgeons um and there's more i won't bring them to mind now but uh, a number of universities have now come on board and started using our training um and we're in the process of working on for mental health awareness week trying to devise a, a campaign for and beyond um to kind of use our training within that week and help them with the message um and with the uh, connect with nature being the theme um, I think it, it's, you know, living on this Emerald Isle, it, it's a fabulous theme to bring into it and certainly aligning it with our own training and, you know, going for that walk, bringing that, you know, and inviting a friend or family member to ha take that walk with you and having the conversation, you know, in some way when you're walking, you don't have to make eye contact and it can be easier for people um, yeah. to have that conversation. And I think that whole connect with nature theme will, you know, work beautifully um especially with a day like today with the sun shining um to get out and and enjoy the surroundings and and talk and kind of reach out to each other yeah but, um, wow well the, if you're not the, connected with ucd yet I, I i can definitely connect you into ucd i'm i'm on the staff kind of mental health support panel um and i'm gonna i'm, I'm certainly gonna recommend that we we pick up ohana and uh, and run with it um, yeah, that would be it. fantastic. Yeah, the, the sky's the limit with it, really. And and it was Absolutely. it's funny, even the Royal, Royal College of Surgeons, they took it another level, and maybe it's the kind of medical link, um, but mm. uh, the welfare officer for the student union, a girl called Anna, I had numerous meetings with her, and she just was just a fabulous person. And um, she actually went up, because a lot of their students are obviously living abroad and now attending remotely. Um, and uh, she actually puts a lot of work into creating a list for me with resources for other countries, because that's something we found, I suppose, you know, at just a natural kind of progression with our training was that it started to go global. Um, and uh, with the signpost element for us, it was important that we fulfilled that. Um, and, you know, to start, it was just for Ireland. So the signposts were all Irish resources and helplines. So we, um, uh, Anna has worked with her, with her colleagues and we've now got an incredible list put together of uh, various countries resources, thanks to RCSI. Um, and, uh, we're going to try and add them, um, over time to our website. So at the moment, we've, we've got the United States and the UK and Ireland covered. Um, so it's a, it's a ongoing project to try and kind of make sure we fulfill the, the three steps for everybody. Um, so to, to do that for other countries will be wonderful. Fantastic. Yes. Cause I mean, the, I mean, certainly if you've got the universities connection, I mean, I don't, I don't know about the other universities, but UCD has got kind of like a lot of links with China. 
um, and, and you know, different places around the world. And if we could, if you could use those as a springboard through to those different places, you know, where thousands of other students are now engaged with with the institution, yeah. that would be a great. Yeah, world, absolutely. Yeah, and it goes. It's it's not just universities. We've had it no. a number of organisations too, where they've offices well. in yeah. Japan or mm. what Brazil or whatever, and um, that's something we're looking at. Um, it's it's there's a bit more work involved, but we're looking at the possibility of adding subtitles to our training um, and to make sure it is is created properly with with the translation. Um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of. You know, we obviously had plans from day one to try and grow this, but it's the natural kind of growth that and kind of people reaching out to us that's been quite amazing. Um, you know, uh, one thing that's happened for us, um, and I suppose it's a, a great complaint to have, but when we went somewhat viral back in um, January, February, our website crashed, and um, I can imagine it wasn't part of the plan. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the traffic was just uh, crazy, and um, and we were in the process of trying to get it back up and running, and we needed to uh, go onto a new platform. But uh, a r random stranger reached out um, to direct message on Facebook, um, offering to help us. Um, he saw that our website was down. He went to do the training, wondering could he help us. And I explained the situation to him, and he went, "Oh well, that's where I specialize." Um, no problem, I'll help you. And he has come on board ever since and put hours into making, you know, our platform better. And, um, it's now at a, at a level that it can be reached globally and it can work with the numbers that we're seeing. Um, so yeah, the goodwill of people uh, is quite humbling. So it is. Yeah, that's that's amazing, and 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 the whole team. I mean, I was looking at the team page on on the, the website as well. I mean, you've got you've got a good number of people involved. Haven't yeah, you? there's sixteen uh, of there's us, what a, and uh, what's sixteen? Yeah, sixteen of us. And what's really beautiful is, like you'll see from the pictures there, we are literally all age mm. ranges, all walks of life, living all over the country. We've actually never all met. Um, I've only met two of the team in person and I suppose that's somewhat because of um, the pandemic well a lot of it's because of the pandemic but also because of the reach because we're literally un dotted around the whole country um, but also I think because we're all from different backgrounds and stuff it, it just brings so many angles to it and so many kind of people's experiences um, that it, it, it kind of created what Ohana Zero Suicide is, as opposed to it being kind of, um, I suppose, how would you put it, kind of, th there was a lot of kind of emotion went into it and care. It wasn't looked on as a business at any point. For us, it was really important to keep this free. There's no commercial slant to this. Um, it was about educating people and doing, making it accessible for all. And that's something we want to only improve on, um, is the accessibility of it. Um, and I suppose with there being no hidden agenda, it, it kind of, it makes it that bit more special, I suppose, for us as a team to, to work with. Um, and, uh, like that we, it's, we've actually the, the quite a number of students on the team and they are the ones currently working on our mental health awareness campaign for the universities now, um, from the, from the week of the 10th of May. Um, and, you know, they, they're the ones there in the heart of it and know what works. Um, so it's wonderful to get kind of the different views and angles, um, depending on your, you know, your background and the likes.
and we're creating Ohana Zero Suicide Day on this May the 11th. Um, so All it'll right. be a call to action for people to, you know, do our training and reach out to people and show they care. Um, and that's our tagline is show you care, ask the question, make the call. Um, and I suppose, again, in its simplicity, it just speaks for itself um, with the message that we're trying to, to get across there. Um, and as like with the training, as you know, obviously it's, it's short, it's concise. Um, there's, but there's also, as you touched on, it's, it's very interactive um, with, with, in its nature. Um, and there are three role plays that you can access during it. You can go, you can go through all three, one or two. Um, it's totally up to you, but the scenarios they show again, it's what the feedback we're getting is that they just, they just work for people. They really hit home. Um, you know, you've got one scenario really? where there's um, a college going student um, is struggling. He's a student in college and his dad realizes there's something up and um, that he's not himself. And it goes through the conversation that the father and son have. And this gives you, you know, pointers on the right thing to say, the, you know, um, direction you should take conversation. Um, the second one is, um, to work colleagues that, you know, they're, I wouldn't, from, from going by it, I wouldn't say they're close, but they, you know, no one notices a difference in the other in kind of, he's sitting alone at having his lunch. He's not interacting as much as he would. And it's about having that conversation. And, you know, he's just struggling a little bit. It's not a case that he's, you know, at absolute rock bottom, but there's enough of a difference in his demeanor that, um, this colleague, you know, reaches out to help and, um, you know, it, it takes you through that. And then lastly, and it's something that a lot of people kind of, I kind of has pointed out that it's something they never thought of as it's actually a stranger. It's a taxi driver with a girl in the back of his cab and a yes. conversation ensues. And that's something that I suppose it's that we can all be aware of is that you don't have to know the person you know in some ways they the fact that you they don't know you it might make it easier for them um you know heaven forbid you see them you know at a point where they're about to do something um to, to take their own life it's it's then having the confidence and knowing what to do and you know we all most of us at some point in our life will do a first aid course and be familiar with cpr um and it's just, it's a given, you know, that's, you, it's a life-saving skill that we should all have. And, you know, the chances are you might never use it. You'd hope to never use it, but just by having it, you could save a life. And that's where our training is similar. And, you know, it's like first aid for mental health. And, you know, it's a skill, it's a life skill that we should all have. And, you know, it, it just, it creates a confidence just having that training done um, and being educated in this space that you know, if the, the time arises that you need to use it, you know what to do. Um, and it's, look, you're no, by no means an expert. Like, let's call a spade a spade. It's 20 to 40 minute training, um, you know. But what, all, what also we found is a lot of people that do our training reach out to us looking to know what else can they do? How else can they educate themselves in this area? Um, and the NOSE have a fabulous training, um, star training on offer now as well, um, that takes about two and a half, two, two and a half hours to complete. 
And it's, you know, it's probably the next step to go if you want to further educate yourself in this space. Um, and especially now, while there's no face, face training available, it's a fab, fabulous course. And we have that linked actually on our website on the bottom of our resources page for people. Um, so it's wonderful to, to work with the NOSP and helping each other. And that's something that I think, you know, is necessary. And it's certainly the angle we take on it is that, you know, there are so many amazing mental health charities out there. Um, and I think possibly over 500 are registered and we you know, purposely did have not registered as a charity because we feel there's enough of them and they do amazing work. But I think there's an opportunity to work together. We all have a common cause and by actually helping each other, um, you know, I think we have, we're a lot stronger, aren't we, to, together than trying to kind of put out a version of each other. <laughs> um, yes. And that's something, you know, I've learned in, uh, during this uh, is that, you know, it's trying to to kind of reach out to these other organizations and make them aware of what we have. And, you know, for us, we're happy for anybody to share our training. We're happy to, for anybody to put their own kind of, um, kind of story around it and the likes use their branding with this. Um, it's, it's for us, it's about spreading the word. There's no other hidden agenda for us. Um, and uh, the more we can work with other organizations, the further the reach. And I think that's what caught me when I saw your training. You know, I mean, like Pieta House is in that space, and I mean, but they they would be a referral path mm-hmm. from from this. So I mean, it, it, they're very complementary. You know, we're, we're, everybody's in that suicide prevention space, but everybody's doing different things. But why not? Why not actually join all those dots? Yeah, be very they're powerful. Not, they're not very joined at the moment, are they? In the, in they the... don't seem to be. Now, look, I'm I'm very new. I'm the rookie in this, <laughs> um, so yeah. I am. And there's a lot of people, you know, more um, more knowledgeable in this space. But um, that's certainly my observation in the my you know in the limited time I've been working on this. But um, I'll tell you what, there's not a lot of people in this space that have reached this many people this fast in Ireland. So yeah, you know, you should, you should you should kind of that's that's a a huge thumbs up um but you 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 got pulled into some european thing recently tell 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 us about yeah yeah wow it was quite the email to receive um i got an email to our ohana zero suicide account um from the european parliament from um uh, Maria walsh looking to know if we would partake in a roundtable discussion um uh, where they're trying to create a campaign a uh, year of uh, Euro- um, European year of mental health, good mental health. Right. Um, so I attended that and actually managed to give my tuppence worth <laughs> um, at it. Um, but yeah, it's a fabulous initiative. Um, and it's very much what we just touched on. It's about creating an all of Europe approach to good mental health and a big part of this meeting was brilliant seriously join at a whole different level and it was also it was about it was about kind of encouraging all these different organizations that were in attendance um to work together and share what they have or what they you know have learned and have available and see if we can all work together so it's um it's being submitted um to get clear go ahead um so it's quite exciting um looking forward to any more her further meetings now on this um so i am but yeah to to get an invite such as that it it's 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 amazing really to think that we you know 
were seen obviously somewhere on some social media platform i can only presume um and uh and to to be ex- uh, invited on the back of that was uh, amazing that's amazing yeah so are you doing are you, have you got kind of analytics set up on the the ohana website to see where your traffic is coming from so you know if you start seeing that you know you're getting hits from originating in czechoslovakia or whatever yeah, that, that you can kind of go and you know bump that up or kind of connect with somebody uh, an organization in a a source area for for traffic that's coming yeah. in yeah it's it's a bit of a bone of contention at the minute because unfortunately that so the analytics go to the zero suicide alliance and right. their platform they're using is not working properly so it's it's a work in progress with them at the moment um and as soon as that's back and running we will have access um to that type of detail um we're also trying to work um with i call him our guardian angel but our tech whiz um that's been helping us to see if we can kind of uh, do something similar from our own website um uh, as well um but yeah it would be fabulous to get that type of that level of detail um mm. so it would um because i think it would help us to you know the, the kind of facilitate the various directions that we see our training going in yeah yeah wow. absolutely Absolute but yeah no, unfortunately at the minute we're limited with we're limited yeah yeah, yeah. so so you know that I don't know how many people are going to listen to this podcast, but if somebody wanted to help, um, are there any specific asks at the moment um, for for Ohana, you know, as an organisation or uh, whatever, you know, what what are you looking for? Yeah, moment? well, I suppose the 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 main and first ask is to do our training. training <laughs> you know, yeah. um, that's that's the simple the simple ask. Um, and apart from that, it's it's helping us to spread the word. If you've got contacts. Um, are involved in a, an organization, be that a university or um, business or anything like that, a sports club, anything. Um, it's to it's to help us spread the word, um, and the you know the more people we can get to do our training, the better. Um, I suppose from kind of development perspective, um, it's it's we we're only I was only talking to this with my um, fellow directors this morning. And in part, you know, there's there's so many things we'd love to do and love to achieve with this, and and to grow it in different directions. Um, but it's, what's happened organically so far has has been so special and so amazing that you know we're kind of we're going to continue in that direction um, because it just there's this natural ripple effect that is so apparent. Um, but I think I suppose what we'd love to do um, in time is develop. A, a training for kind of teens transition year students um it's a it's an age group that i think could really really benefit from a similar type of training mm. um and we've started conversations with the zero suicide alliance to see if it's something we could do in partnership again together um and uh so yeah so if there's anybody with deep pockets <laughs> that uh, can can help us um to, to try and fund the likes of this um you know as i said we're we're not for profit there's no hidden agenda with us all you know and anything any money that our grants or any help assistance we can get from that perspective it will be put straight back into developing and you know furthering our reach and enhancing the training really that's that's amazing i mean because it, is it is this completely voluntary at the moment Oh, 100 percent yeah everybody, totally voluntary every, every, everybody's putting all their time in an effort kind of yeah thing. and to be fair pretty pretty much up to this point it's been predominantly self-funded as well 
So it's been our pockets that have, have got it to this point. Um, they're nicely emptied now. So yeah. we're going, not going to be able to can sustain that. Um, so we are kind of starting to look at kind of what other options are out there with grant aid and the likes. Um, and, you know, I think it's, you know, I even, I had um, Stephen Donnelly, our Minister for Health, his advisor contact me there recently and we're going to have a conversation with Stephen soon, I think. Um, so again, it's it's great that these people that were on their radar and uh, see if we can, you know, work together from that perspective. Because look, it, you know, there's there's no doubt that this training will make a difference and it, it already is. Um, so it's just to try and, you know, figure out how, like for us, the most important thing is to keep it free and keep it accessible. So to try and, you know, maintain that is, is, you know, the area we're kind of exploring at the minute. Um, but, uh, we, we will do it. This, it's just a matter of how. And maybe look to European funding as well, given that you're now into the European connections. Yeah, quite possibly, quite possibly. Yeah. Obviously that, that campaign is at very early stages, but I think there could be opportunity there as well. So the, the website says this training is recommended for persons over 18. So is that is that kind of is that where it's aimed at 18 to 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 anyone? Oh yeah, the the we had went through it with the National Office of Suicide Prevention and that was their um preference yeah. um is that it's kept for that age group. Um so you know adult age group um and that's where you know a separate training I suppose you know, for for kind of younger people and, you know, you're probably talking transition years would be the most obvious one that, yeah. you know, it would be suitable for that kind of year. Um, it's, I suppose, to create it that maybe that the role plays are a little bit more kind of suitable and that they could relate to them better. Um, and uh, it was actually one suggestion um, by our tech whiz was that we could make it into a gaming-like format which I just thought was so clever. And you could, you know, obviously a lot of our youth and the constant rows in my house with my own children, but gaming is such a big part of their life. And Huge. it's, you know, I think if you did create it in that way, it would, they would be taking in the information without even realizing it. Um, and so that's something that I look forward to exploring further. Oh, I mean, gamification for engagement um, of, of online kind of learning is, is phenomenally powerful. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Not that, not that I'm a fan, but it doesn't detract from the importance of the message to kind of equate game exactly. With this exactly. Thing. It's, it's yeah, yeah. I think engages, and that's the thing you want. Yeah, you I think they'll absorb the information without even realizing it, and you know, I suppose that that in itself will will work because um, it'll just make you know create a bit of awareness. Yeah. So ohana.ie oh. A N A dot I E is the website. What? what yep. Why Ohana? What does Ohana mean? What's the? What's so, the name? Ohana is family. As uh, sorry, the Hawaiian word for family. Um, and for us, I suppose it's it's meaning family in the larger sense. And you know, it kind of links to the whole showing we care. So it's you know showing we care for our family, whether that be our work family, our you know immediate family, our friendship family and and beyond um so the kind of that's where the ohana angeline who was one of our founding members or our, was our founding member um came up with the ohana name and 
Um, it's it's not something we use because uh, obviously there'd be copyright issues. But um, I, if you, you might be familiar with the Lilo yes, Anthony had a really powerful line in that. That was kind of part of our reasoning was um, Ohana, uh, meaning family, where nobody gets left behind. And our training is all, you know, it's, it's, um, it's about looking out for each other and taking care of each other. Um, and it's, it's so important, you know, that we do that. Um, so it is. But, uh, so that's, that's where the name came from. Yeah. Well, that's it. And I mean, isn't that what education's about as well? You know, looking looking out for each other, helping each other grow and uh, and develop in a in a kind of safe space. Uh, and absolutely, I mean, this just this just sits in such an important place. I, I had to I had to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> there was no way you could come and, come and talk to us about this when I when I saw. What yeah, you no, and it's funny because when you reached out, it is a training and it is a form of education. It it, it wasn't. It wasn't something that I had thought of. No. I hadn't thought of us as an educator, but you know, when after speaking with you, you know, you're right. It is a form of education, and it's it's a really, really important form and a powerful form. And you know, the more we talk about mental health and suicide, you know, the more the stigma is reduced, and you know, the it, it kind of. I suppose it just will have a knock-on effect on helping um, in this space. Um, and, you know, yes, we've come on leaps and bounds, you know, in recent years, and there's a lot more openness, but there's a lot more work to be done in it. And that is where the education is needed. And because, you know, they're, they're it, you know, maybe this is the correct term, but there is an ignorance um, among some people. And it's, it's nearly a fear because of this ignorance um towards suicide um and you know the more we can you know roll out this training and you know start these conversations i think the more impact you know we'll have in this space when i asked you to give me your plus one on the on the form that we ask you all to fill in the plus one you gave was the what you said earlier on about when you greet a person say how are you really mean it and stuff like that but i guess mm -hmm. I guess the real plus one for certainly any adult educators who are listening today would be share ohana.ie with your class, with your, with your network, put it on your LinkedIn yeah. profile, share it with everybody. Um, and do it today. Do it just after you've listened to this podcast, kind of, you know, dig the link out, share it, um, send it out to your class or whatever. Encourage people to take this training because it could be the most important thing you did ever <laughs> if it saves one yeah. person's life you know it could it yeah. really could and it's, it's just, i've seen a few people make a similar comment on linkedin when they've shared our so you get you get a personalized certificate at the end of our training and that's what some of you might have seen some of your listeners might um have seen being shared on social media but a, a number of people have made that as comment is you know if it's the best 30 minutes i have spent in a long time you know it, it's it's a you know what you learn in such a short space of time with the training um it is just invaluable um so it is and i suppose it's the the best way of us spreading the word is by people you know telling sharing the fact that they've done the training after they've done it but uh, but also encouraging others to do it um and it's it's fabulous to see especially on linkedin 
I'm seeing a lot of kind of, oh, I, I'm going to go and do it today. And as you touched on there, it's about doing it today. You know, we're all great at putting things off um, and on the long finger and saying, oh, I must do that. This this is, you can, 25 minutes, 30 minutes is what the majority of people are able to do this training in. And we can all find that. So yeah, don't put it off because the difference between doing it today and tomorrow could be a life, you know, and that's the reality of it because that's the impact this training is having. I'm thrilled you came on. I'm so glad you uh, you came <laughs> and shared the story. And uh, and I mean, I can only see this getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, and you know, hopefully it will. I mean, it's awful that it has to, but but it's so important, and it's it's just going to make so much of a difference. So uh, so thank you for coming on today, Clover. Really appreciate. Thank it. you so so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Okay, and we'll uh, we'll wrap it up there. Mm-hmm.